Jim is now saying his pants are off. Well, I mean, it's all good. So, uh, it's time for nonsense. It's time for the nonsense time. (laughs) Hey guys, welcome to the pre-ramble. Uh, there's... about nonsense. All the time. Well, at least for a half an hour. Yep. We've got everything going. And we're out of exit mode, so we should be going live anytime now. We're live. Okay. We're not Just even live. Sure. Totally live. Totally live. Hey, Banyan. What's up, man? Twice as good as two live crew. We must be live because Banyan's on. Banyan's always on. What are you and talking also, Banyan, thank you for stopping by, albeit briefly, my, uh, my Twitch stream on Monday mor- or Thursday morning. All day on Thursday, I was thinking it was Monday. (laughs) (laughs) What happens after a big trip? Yeah, it's been weird. Yeah, because we've been gone for a bit. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, Crimson. Crimson there. Getting my iPad loaded up so I can watch stuff, too. Because I guess it's uh, Lord of the Rings paint day. Lord of the Rings paint day. Gonzo and Jim are both painting Lord of the Rings. Jim had uh, to just close the door to the other room because, you know. Crosstalk. His voice and my voice pick up each other on the uh, on the mic. So. <laughs> Which, uh. voice is no good. Banyan, have you, uh. Did you get a, a chance to listen to the newest, uh, Donna Harbinger? <laughs> You're just gonna poke him, aren't you? Yep. Okay, that's good. Uh, he was on the latest episode of The Adventures of Sewer Bear. He's a laser. He's a drone. I feel he's like that's laser. the lyrics to a song. Yeah, he's a drone. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the newest uh, episode. Of, uh, Star Realms yesterday, and uh, I got <laughs> the our host's wife came in like it's getting kind of sing songy in here. What's going on? I'm like that's the best. I'm like it's a drone. He's got plasma. Plasma drone. <laughs> the whole game. Because apparently I was feeling silly at that point. Because that's awesome. Because that's John. That's that's me sometimes. It's good. We did uh, good stuff. We did. Uh, there's a game we played called Role Player. That uh, the original version is literally you're just uh, building a D and D character, sort of. And you need to get dice in certain spots to score victory points. And that was the whole first game. You just do that and buy some gear, and you're like, oh, there's my character into the, the game. Who's got the most victory points wins. Wait, that sounds like fun. It hey, do act- you, is it a bonus when everybody's done with their character that you can just roleplay that character? <laughs> it's not made for that, but actually they do... The expansion actually adds monsters and a bad guy at the end you have to beat to get more victory points. Um, which actually really adds to the game. It works together very well. Um, sounds like so much fun. What's it called again? Roleplayer. Uh, not Brushhead Dave has picked it up, and we enjoyed it. We paid about 120 for everything, which is the game, the expansion, and they have a custom mat in the center for putting where to put all the cards and all, which is kind of cool. It was, uh, I'm like, uh, that's that's a winner. He's two for two at those games because he bought uh, Eschaton last year, and that was some pretty fun. Well, the newest uh, episode. Role player. I don't come up with anything that um. Probably do role player the game. game. Role player of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, player of the game. Let me try that. I think it's also let's see here. The board the game. Role player dice game. Okay, board game. Found no, we it. uh the the new Dawn of the Harbinger was very much 
a Star Wars episode and was was amazing. It was like these guys are definitely acting like Star Wars role players. It 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 fanned out really well. I was wondering if he he listened to it or not. Hey Xander. Because our big episode before that was the death of a major NPC, mm-hmm. and um, and then after that it was the getting back together, and it just it just fit really really well. I thought it was very interesting. Xander, I think a heist cool. is already going. Oh, you're two behind. Oh, then you you've missed a major plot hole. You need to catch up on the newest one because the newest one oh, is a major, major story change. Sorry, I thought you were up on it. Hi, Legionnaires. Legionnaires. And he has a stable connection tonight. Woo-hoo. We're gonna do Yay. a painting of Lord of the Rings miniatures tonight. Myself and Jim. I'm working on a troll. Um. And uh, Jim's will be working on random ones since the new box set came out. And I'll yep. do a quick review of that tonight, just because. Uh, Lord of the Rings, pair of Lord of the Rings uh, models are super duper huge on uh, eBay. Yes. Apparently, uh, my, my main guy was up. I was talking before the cast with everyone. Uh, he was up and he was talking about I had a Forlong the Fat model. He'd like he had like messaged me like, "What's this model?" I'm like, "That's for long the fat." He put it up. Apparently, someone bought that model for forty bucks and sent it to France. <laughs> well, like, nice. Sounds great. Someone's getting use out of that model. That's awesome. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I used to be able to go on there. Oh, look, here's like fifty Army of the Dead. It's thirty bucks now. One Army of the Dead in metal or something is now sixty bucks. The yeah. Can, uh, was it the Riders of Can? There's I found one entry and they were a hundred bucks for five of them. Oh yeah, Bean. Yeah, that's my husband Jim, also known as James Wapple in some circles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's going to be talking about uh, ReaperCon with me because we were both there, and we will be all talking about the Lord of the Rings game because yeah. when I used play the shit out of that back in the day and we're very happy to see it come back yeah so now Saruman can go like do stuff yeah and I got the, I still got the old Grima thing with uh, his little hanky with all his little snots and tears in it <laughs> and I just dug out my uh, my fine cast Goblin King still in blister oh fine cast I, I always had uh, I always had proxied a different model and I finally when they released it, of course, they were making every damn thing in fine cast. Yeah. So, that's... <laughs> that, that's because at that point, pewter was super, stupid, stupid expensive, and they didn't have the ability to make it on plastic right away. They so. wanted to... Yeah, just don't even get me started on uh, fail cast. Uh, yeah, I don't even blame them. I mean, at that point, it was a business decision because they didn't want to raise prices on metal models to what it would take. Then they so. should not have sold them at all. Yeah, that's not an answer. No, you know that it just—it was so shitty to their customers, and that's why everything started going like this. I mean, they've pulled it all up now, granted. Well, uh, but it was so, a really shitty, shitty, shitty project product. Well, that see, this is what happens when you try and innovate and it goes wrong. 
They well, tried they advertised... to... Go ahead. Well, they advertised it as better and cheaper, and we heard that for weeks and weeks and weeks, oh, and we then the, the the manager of the store sat there with, I don't know, it was it was like the orc on a wyvern or whatever, and he's like trying to bend the wings, and he's trying to convince us that this is better, and then we said, how much is it? And he wouldn't tell us how much it cost, and we told us how much it cost, we said, wait a minute, so much for the cheaper, and it certainly ain't yeah. better. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, I... You know what I did when uh, when I got my warg rider because I was all about the goblins and warg riders and we should be saving this for the actual podcast <laughs> right now anyways. Um, I got a warg rider and it was such a horrible cast that I got every one of their ones that they had in the store and they opened all of them and we couldn't between all the parts find an entire one that was good good enough for me to you know not get my money back no that's fair like I said, it, it didn't work they were trying they were yeah. trying something based on circumstances to be honest banian when he was getting his uh bane cavalry he went through three boxes and they still didn't have forces to fit together worth of shit so i mean yeah. it oh, happens man. and you know i, I don't blame them the as rich now yeah. I'm happy that they're doing all of the cool stuff that they're doing, um, but I'm kind of not looking forward to assembling my Goblin King because I know that there's going to have to be some serious uh, reworking of areas. Well, <laughs> we have faith in you, Kathy. You're an expert modelist. You can handle it. Mm -hmm. There's uh, loud Kathy sounds. Banyan, oh. I saw that on Netflix. Uh, Banyan told me not to watch the Bleach movie on Netflix, and well, I've got it on my list, and I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to have <laughs> to suffer. Maybe it'll be the opposite of Ready Player One. You'll love it, and you'll hate it. No, I can tell that it's going to be a steaming pile of shit. Come on! <laughs> Expectations! If you expect bad, you won't taste it as good. Come on. No, I, uh, I saw it on there, which I did watch something new on Netflix. I'm going to give a whole review, binge the entire first season today. Oh, wow. Jeez. Um, I have time for that, man. We went to the store and grocery shopping. My buddy came up. Busy, lazy Sunday. So, I did that while assembling some of these mottos. My ogre that I'm working on. Or troll or whatever he is. Warrior. Figured he'd be a cool first one to test, like, looks and everything on. Because I'm just going to get him done as quickly as possible. Yeah. And I, dang it, my paintbrush, my airbrush is in my uh, cleaner right now. Because I tried, since I didn't have any black rattle can primer, I had some that Vallejo surface primer mm -hmm. that someone gave me, and I used that, and eh, not bad. Went on pretty quick. Doing good. I need to get, was it, the Style Res one? Stainal res? Yes. Stainal res! That's what everybody says is the bomb diggity. That's impressive because I actually use a lot of the uh, the surface primer from Vallejo and it's pretty good. Yeah, it's just I haven't tried that one yet. And I don't have any spray can primer, so I was like, oh, okay, I'll try I'll try this. And it was good. I didn't have any problem with it. It was fine and dandy. So I can work on this while we're talking. Um what else? Is it, what's everybody been doing this week? I mean, I went to Kansas City yesterday and played a tournament and got second. So I only got beat by Harbinger. Little fucking bitch. Oh, 
Um, well, I uh, yesterday, uh, Bane and I played two games. Of, well, he played one game of role player. I played two games, before, one more before he showed up. Then we played some uh, Star Realms. It was super cool. And then I guess the past weeks I've been out. I've uh, been doing some Legion and all. Having a lot of fun playing that. Uh, super cool because uh, they got enough space now. I can break out my 4x6 table and we can play in my place. Nice. So Whoa. when uh, my buddy Paul shows up at 7.30 with dinner, we can start playing by 8 so I can barely get done in time to do my hoppy streak and get to bed <laughs> to go to work <laughs> the next day. Bastard. Oh, so terrible. It was. Um, he was supposed to be there at 6.30 and then he's like, here's 7.30 and I got lunch and dinner. I'm like, oh god. I mean, you offered me dinner, but if I'd known, I would have asked for alcohol. <laughs> I did a bunch of that this weekend, too. I'm drinking, I'm drinking a new beer tonight. Not one I haven't really? not one I haven't drank before, just a new beer on the podcast. And it'll be really, really bad for me, because I will probably get slushed from this one. I'll probably get a little bit for schnickered. Are you going to have to slap you up? No. Nope, but I may uh, say some inappropriate comments. Oh, how is that different than normal? Yep, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So. But yeah, other than that, uh, you know, assembling lots of stuff, terrain, everything. When I knew I had those Legion games to go, I'm like, let's put some terrain together. Apparently I have more terrain than I thought. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> well, I filled out the 3 by 6 or the, the sorry, the... Four by no, no six by th- yeah three by six. Yeah. That legion takes very well, and I still have a ton more terrain to put together. So, but, uh, Kathy, what'd you do? It's been a while for you too. I uh, I was at ReaperCon. In case nobody already knew that, um, when we got back, we the day after we got back, we lost internet to the house for like. Four days. Yeah. So, so I was supposed to stream in lieu of the podcast last Sunday, uh, and I couldn't. However, it, it kind of was for the best because I had uh, I had caught a cold, and so I was all snotty and stuffy. So, I had been talking uh, through Kleenex, um, and then Monday, my my Monday stream, I either so I was very happy to get back to it on Thursday and I finished my breach storm model that I had been working on for the previous two episodes so which was a very fun color scheme uh, my the viewers in my chat convinced me it was the right thing to do I was like I was joking when I said some kind of anime pastel color scheme like pink and and turquoise and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. So, you know, what could I do? So that that got finished. We've been painting other stuff. And in my free time, I have been playing uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar Champions. What? On their, on their digital app. So, and and following the uh, their Discord server because I'm a dork. However, let me just say... Breach Storm Kickstarter is going live next Tuesday. Yep. Uh, Breachstorm.com. Look them up. Read about the uh, the game. It sounds like a fun uh, sci-fi skirmish uh, battle game. Yeah, we tried to do a multi-stream with them on mine, 
and uh, Travis's computer could not handle Skype and doing the program, so we just had to... Yeah. It was okay. Not a big deal. But we hung out and talked and answered questions about the game, and I painted one of his models also. That's cool. I did a quick, you know, I'm just going to dry brush these guys all metal and then do a blue Yeah. Color. Just to get a quick tabletop type style. I had I thought about doing the uh, the the blue on the cats, like you know, like on their little business card things, or like in the in their concept art. But I just decided I was going to go in a completely weird direction with it, and that worked well. Well, if I would have kind of, if I would have read up a little bit more, I probably would have painted them up different. Because he said that the humans, their armor is has a uh, the ability to color shift to their environment. Oh, so it's like chameleon armor. Yeah, and I was like, dang it, I may have to like reprime this and paint it over with that color shifting paint. That stuff's very wonky, but very cool when it comes out well. Yeah, yeah. But it gives me a chance to practice with it because that's how I want to do my uh, Alarial from Age of Sigmar. Well, Oh, the beetle? Yes. Oh, yeah. Fuck yes. Oh, the, the big, bigger things? Yeah. Big the, scale things? Yep. Yeah, that stuff definitely works better for big scale things. Jim could tell you all about how that green stuff world color shifting paint works. But, yeah. Yeah, it, it's got an issue with the metal fragments being, or the mica flakes just being too huge. So... You you need to be using on something that's gargantuan because you just you just can't shade it at all. Otherwise, no. you lose the color shifting effect. Yeah, you just gotta you just put it on there and let it go. You Which can't do much. Which is great if it. you're just doing army painting, you know, dry brushing it over black or whatever. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. I was gonna airbrush it onto those minis. I may just do that, restrip it, and do it over again, and then paint over where. I know I need to. Why strip it? Is your paint too thick? I don't know. I just usually strip my minis. That's I... a big old waste of time, my friend. Well, I'm not cool like you and can't paint, you know, mini it doesn't multiple... e No, it doesn't even matter. I'm serious. You do not need to strip your models unless you caked on the paint and obliterated the details. So, like normal? You should be able to just prime a little light primer over it and start over. I've done that with secondhand things that I've gotten on eBay. As long as they didn't use some kind of crazy enamel paint on there, I said, screw it. It's either going to be underpainting or I'm just priming right over the top. I Just trying to save you some time. I may have to try it out. Since they're not my models. <laughs> <laughs> but... Oh. Let's see what else. Um, I haven't played any Lord of the Rings. Played a couple of games. Of of course, uh, War Machine Horde getting ready for the end of the tournament season coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, War Machine rap Weekend. Yep, rapidly oh, approaching. So War Machine Weekend is the end of the tournament season for. Pretty for much. That? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much uh, it is because that's the invitational and pretty much everybody's like, oh, we're done until blah, blah, blah. So. It's okay. Yeah, I'm uh, actually going to be playing some War Machine uh, coming up here in a couple weeks. What? 
What are you smoking? Yeah, I know. That's sort of like the main event of John Gun is a, a game. Oh, that, yeah. I think Copnick Scotty Potty's bringing, uh, bringing the army for me, though. <laughs> I think he's painting up a million gun bunnies so that I can just drop gun bunnies and, and go. Oh, Great. the gun bunny spam? Yeah, well, you know. I, I can totally play that. Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, other than that... Uh, so Jim, Jim, what did you do this week? <laughs> well, given the fact that there was no internet, and now that I'm using XSplit, I couldn't record anything. You I started XSplit? Even when you don't have your internet? Yeah. Yeah, save well, the local. Yeah, well, it doesn't work so great, though, when four of your scenes involve going to the internet and various websites. Okay. Now, that's <laughs> a different story. <laughs> that's that's, that's no the key off. thing. And part of the intro is they go to four or five different locations so that people can actually either see something on the blog or see the website with the product in question. Okay. And, uh, that, yeah, that, that, it's an editing time-saving thing. It really saves a bunch of time there, but... The downside is that when somebody blows up a cable underground for five days and decides to tell you, well, we're going to fix this in three hours, even though it's going to take four days, that and you just are like, well, I'm going to grab my oil paints and I'm going to get used to doing oil paints again. And this is part of what I was working on over the course of a couple of days. I can't see my camera, so I don't know if this is on screen or not, but there was about 40 of these Soviets that I was doing and I was trying to mess around with a little bit of object source lighting because I hadn't done that with the oils yet. And these guys are getting all set for a little, the final part of a, I think it's a five-part video tutorial on uh, doing my Russians here. And what I'll do for the finished episode is show them different snow effects. Because I think I've got, I tried five different methods. One was the secret weapon crushed glass. Then there was a couple other variations using some Vallejo products. And then the one ultimately I liked the most was the combination of all of them because throwing in a little bit of secret weapon crushed glass with the Vallejo stuff I was using gave it just a touch more sparkle. But <laughs> there you're trying to get snow on their helmets. You're trying to get snow on a cap. And... That was that's the thing that I'll be showing. It's, anybody can kind of pile up snow on the ground, but the secret weapon stuff also lets you do melted snow, yes. and that's that's really sweet. It, it comes in very handy when you're trying to do it on things oh, like this here, where you've got the melted snow leading into some icicles or heat generated by vents or something like that. So being able to create a more you know, melted up snow there that kind of looks oh like it's mostly water instead of ice that you really only get that with the crushed glass fair enough sounds cool so that's just a uh, a day in the life uh, at our house what <laughs> pretty much a day that ends in why Painting 50 miniatures. Yesterday must have prepped about 34 more. Making this little guy right here. A little HMG. 
And whatever these, I think these are from Puppets War. These are going to be getting sent out tomorrow. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of things going on. Catching up on uh, commission work. Yeah, there's, well, it's a lot of videos too. I got to do several tutorials on these Blackheart busts. Then Jim, there's the uh, Xander is asking if you guys tried tinting the crushed glass for coloring. You can, because all it is is... Oh, and I've actually got... This is the, the other thing you're putting in there, realistic water. And I tint this all the time. Usually with something like, you know, the clear paints or whatever. So as, if this is tinted, now what I did notice is when I did try to tint that snow, it it a tiny, tiny bit went a long way. So <laughs> use it real sparingly. Otherwise you'll end up with like gray snow or snow that looks like it's got blue paint in it. Okay. Yeah, I think it was some terrain pieces I tried doing that on. That, that's what I've noticed. I haven't used uh, the crushed glass, but using any other type of thing, when you try to put a little bit of coloring in it, it turns around and just looks like that color. It doesn't get that that bluish look. Now, what I like about the, the crushed glass is that it's it's also semi-transparent, so it's also, because snow really is transparent. It's not actually blue. It's just kind of reflecting the sky color. Yeah. So it's it's kind of helpful. Now, the other method that I've been doing, actually, I could get some of these things. Here we go. So these are the, well, actually, it's Vallejo and Woodland Scenics, a combination of this stuff. So the, the ground texture, I can even take a little bit of it stick some on a brush here so let's get some out here it has a little bit of texture and it actually even has a little bit of a kind of a bluish gray tint to it but you could and let's see what happens if i put tiniest bit of blue in here just a tiny bit hold this up again so you can see there's a tiny bit of a blue blue tint to that now and what I, I'll do is I'll put that on it before it gets a chance to dry. Then I just dust over some of this. And then that'll give me a little bit of fluffiness. This gives it the body. So you can actually get a... And here, if I pile this up on here, you can see how a nice big old pile of snow there in no time. But it actually has a little bit of texture. You can throw your snow stuff on, and the sweet the thing is... Use the back of your hand. Use the back of your hand. That white is burning out in the camera. So, listen, I do believe that that box is still available. So you can go check. So you can see I got me a nice big old pile of snow there, but the sweet thing is I can take some of this, thin it out, and that's what I'll do to get some, say, on their helmets, on the brim of a cap or whatever, or just... Say somebody's got a cloak and you want some on the top of their hood or whatever. And the just... thinner it is, you're you're gonna see the base, the color of the base through that too, right? Yeah, and then when you sprinkle, I can even do that here. One second, sprinkle a little quick snow here without tipping the container over, and then we'll just spread a little bit on here. And that'll give it that powdery, fresh look. So now it has more of a powder. There's no shininess to it anymore. You can even see some of the individual little kernels there of powder. And you can see now here where it was thinned out, it still sticks to it. But now it's 
can see more of what's underneath. So you totally could do that snow on Mars, like you were talking about, uh, wait, Xander? Solazar? Who was just talking about snow on Mars? <laughs> I totally uh, lost somebody. Xander was talking about snow on Mars. <laughs> Xander was. Yeah, and if you use the red oxide paste, you could probably sprinkle some of that on there too, and it would stick. All right, guys, uh, it is actually 7 o'clock. We are going to shut down, start back up, and come back in just a second and get ready for a regular podcast. Go get your drinks, go get your potty breaks. We will be back in one minute. 